1: Good evening and welcome to Super Scoreboard. Stuart Armstrong says the Scotland players are determined to give Steve Clark a winning start as Scotland boss. As Stephen Naismith says he won't be part of, the, he's gutted he won't be part of this Euro double header. And Jen BT says they're happy to be underdogs at the Women's World Cup.
2: Well Alison, what an interesting week we've got Some people may be sunning themselves But players will now be thinking Thoughts turning ahead to pre-season training But what an important week it is for an international sides so mm. All starts on Saturday night Continues through to Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday For the women's team as well So um, plenty to talk about And in between, we'll have every player Linked <laughs> with Rangers and Celtic and St Mirren And whoever else in Glasgow um, For the next Four or five weeks till something permanent. So lots and lots to talk about.
1: Indeed, I'm Alison Conroy, and joining me until seven o'clock tonight is Mark Wilson. Remember, you can give us a call 0141 951 1025, or tweet us at Clyde SSB. Mark, are you excited about all this international football? i um,
2: You know what? Sometimes, sometimes I, I don't. But you know, with the with the men's appointment of Steve Clark, and then. The women's team being involved in a meaningful tournament mm-hmm. It's hard not to get excited. You know, nothing much usually happens in the summer for us being Scottish unfortunately. Yep. But I think we've got something to be optimistic about. You know, the men's team, I think there's a general general uh, excitement around the appointment of Steve Clark. I think he was the overwhelming favourite to get the job and he's freshened it up a wee bit, brought in a few Kilmarnock players, the squad has has Lots and lots of talent I've said that On numerous occasions We've got a, a good bunch of players And we need someone To get the best out of them We hope that could be Saturday tonight And across to the women's game Where We're at a major tournament You know What a, a, an amazing achievement That is And what a game to kick off You know yeah. uh, With that So lots and lots To look forward to Over these next couple of weeks
1: well, sure, Armstrong says Scotland need to make amends for the poor starts in their European qualifying group. They're playing catch-up after that 3-0 defeat in Kazakhstan and a 2-0 win in San Marino saw Alex McLeish lose his job. Armstrong says they need to hand new boss Steve Clark a victory against Cyprus on Saturday. I was very excited to join up and um, obviously all this, saw the good work he had you know, done at Kilmarnock of late and... Um, very excited to to get going and um and be part of the team It's a very disappointing start and we don't want to hide away from the fact that you know it was it was not acceptable that performance and um it's a great chance to make amends albeit against you know a good team um which we shouldn't underestimate um but we must have a belief in ourselves and to uh, and to go into the game and excitement and to enjoy playing football and, and get something from it it's a home game and uh we need to put pressure on ourselves to win games that's what we're here to do and um I think that's yeah, that's an acceptable aim for us. They all accept it. Saturday is a must-win. Of course it is.
2: Um, but listen, international football isn't easy. I think we've seen that over over the the past couple of years, mm. where you know the minnows um, aren't aren't what they used to be these days. Now San Marino and, and teams like that, yep, you expect to brush them aside. You would expect it at home against Cyprus, but nothing. Can be taken for granted yeah. Especially when we're involved So sometimes these pa- these games Are are much more difficult Than the looking paper You just hope With a new manager coming in You know it's a, it's a lift for the players I think the players will react to that um, Hopefully there's a good crowd uh, On Saturday night Which I was fearful for uh, You know seeing the the previous results yeah. I thought maybe an all time low Looks like that could be a lot different uh, and that and that certainly does make a difference. So, a good victory on Saturday night would would set us up just nicely for for a game against Belgium that no one's expecting us to do anything um, with. So again, no cliche. It's a free hit for Steve Clark and his team. As if he gets anything, then he's off to a flyer.
1: Two one the last time Scotland played Cyprus over there yeah. but that was back in 2011 it was a friendly a lot has changed for both sides since then
2: yeah of course Kenny Miller on the on the score sheet but once again it shows you that it's not as easy as everyone thinks yeah. you know people still think that these teams don't really regularly play football and they do if you look through their their team they'll have players all over Europe so it's difficult um, but you expect where squad of players um, that we can deal with this pretty comprehensively and if you look at the squad and the, a potential starting lineup, if you go through it and individually the seasons that these players have had yeah. you look at you know Fraser and you look at Forrest potentially McGregor John McGinn perhaps you look Andy at all Robertson. The Andy Robertson you look at these guys uh, you know and even if you look at Stephen O'Donnell the season he's had at Kilmarnock and Charlie McGrew how many goals he scored mm-hmm. you look at them individually and you think that's a very very good squad if they get it right on the night Then it should be simple it sh- They should be able to take care of it um, But if they get You know a, a convincing win Then it will just give them That wee bit of a confidence That it's been missing Around your national team recently
1: And you said it as well Steve Clark's brought back This feel good factor Before he's even taken charge Of a game yeah. So he doesn't want that To end at Hamden. No On Saturday night Yeah of
2: course not And I think that's pretty unusual For a manager uh, Just to come in And everyone You know Is lifted automatically Mm. You know More often than not A manager has to come in And prove himself On the training ground To his players You know Club management He'll have maybe a week Or two in pre-season And all of a sudden You'll hear players coming out And say The training's been brilliant The manager's been great Steve Clark's hardly had any time with the squad. Yep. Yet they're coming out and saying this is a brilliant appointment. We're looking forward to working with them, and that's only a good thing. So you just hope the players take that excitement and enthusiasm onto the park and start Saturday night, and I'm pretty sure they will.
1: He's a short space of time with the squad. He picked a larger squad. Because of that So he could look at A lot more players It's, it's a strange turnaround for him But he knows Scottish football He knows yeah. the players he, he knows what he's dealing with Yeah He, he certainly
2: does He's been here for a, a couple of years now he, He's shaped up against Most of these players For Kilmarnock You know Four of them Or three or four of them He's, he's been working with For that time at, at Kilmarnock So he certainly knows that No doubt about it I think he would have In an ideal world I think he would have pref- Preferred to have some time To work with them mm. You know A training camp However He had commitments at Kilmarnock And he was correct to see that through He'd done a wonderful job Qualifying for Europe uh, And he'll be He'll be delighted That he's got that in his CV But I think in an ideal world Any manager An international manager At that When they've got two crucial games Coming up He would have preferred To have a training camp But like you say These players Are familiar They're in the limelight So it, It shouldn't really be a problem when they come together
1: remember you can give us a call tonight 01419511025 and Stevie and Bishop Briggs has done just that Stevie how are you feeling about Scotland on Saturday night
3: well as you probably
4: know for maybe a week a couple of weeks ago I was absolutely buzzing with the appointment Mm -hmm. I think the man will take Scotland further I think they will go to a finals first finals they've been in in a long long time and I'm being honest with you I think there is a good future for Scotland And if the players are buzzing at the minute because of the appointment, what's it going to be like getting into your first game, getting into your second game when they're playing? I really do think this is the way forward for Scotland.
1: It's so encouraging, Mark, to hear fans speaking like this after Mm. months and years of, we're rubbish, we're not going to qualify.
2: Listen, it's so refreshing. You're right, Alison, and and Stevie's right. Uh, I mean, I'm one of the ones who's pretty much like Stevie, excited to see what Steve yeah. Clark can do with this bunch of players because you're right you know under Alex McLeish it was a split opinion straight from the off and it didn't work out um, and being on the show at the time you know there was a lot of criticism labelled at himself and the Scotland team even under Gordon Strachan being on the show during his, his period again it was a kind of split decision fans loved him thought he was getting the best out of the, the squad and moving on in the right direction and some fans were saying listen He's no use. He's failed. Get rid of him. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time before we've really had, uh, you know, everyone to get on this one. I, yeah. And I'm yet to hear anybody criticise this. And like I said before, if the players, and Stevie just mentioned it there, are, the players are this excited and, and giving interviews about how happy they are to join up yeah. the squad just now, before they've even kicked a ball, then, you know, what's it going to be like two, three, four games down the line?
1: Absolutely. Stevie, that wasn't your main point tonight, was it?
2: No, my main point tonight is about Celtic.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, I've always said from Neil Lennon got appointed to look after things that Brendan Rodgers left. And I said it to my friends that go week in and week out and pay their season ticket money. And I said it then. I said Celtic will make him the manager. How do you know that? I'll tell you why. Think of the big picture. Celtic don't like spending big money. So they're not going to go to a club and have to pay compensation. Neil Lennon's known a job. He's took that job on, so they just need to negotiate a wage. They don't need to give him the same wage. That's what he's gave Brendan Rogers. And they're there. Go ahead. They've done it. But in the big picture, I can't see Neil Lennon taking them any further than what Brendan Rogers was taking them. And next season, as far as I'm concerned, is going to be an absolute crackery a season. You'll have Rangers, Hearts, Hibs. They'll all be there. And if Celtic do win it, they'll no win it with a margin they've won it this season. I really I really I'm I put my I'm a Celtic supporter mm. and I'm gonna put put it in the line. I don't think Celtic will if they win it, they'll win it by maybe six, seven points.
2: But because Stevie, Stevie a I don't think Neil is a manager. But but the the myth surrounding Celtic No one to spend big money in managers was dispelled when Brendan Rogers was brought in. You know it was it was going about then. You know, Celtic will now spend big money on a manager or give him fifty grand a week. They did. And they kept him and he, he would still be there had it not been for an offer he got. So I don't think Celtic would have hesitated to pay the same money for a manager if he was out there. I think genuinely that Peter Lowell and Celtic board thought Neil Lennon was the best man for the job. Why why would they why would they automatically go you know, we're not going to give somebody else 50 grand. They got the 9 million quid or whatever it was for Brendan Rodgers, yep. so the funds were there.
1: And paying that money doesn't guarantee that that manager's going to come of in with success.
2: Not. Of course not. But listen, the point that Steve is making about the the league being tighter, I agree with him. I yep. think it will be tighter because I think Rangers will improve. I also think Celtic will strengthen as well. And I do, I do agree with him in terms it will be a, a cracking... Uh, you know, week challenge Like it was for For a lot of the year Last year I still think Celtic Are in the driving seat I still think yeah. They're the stronger side Just now have come back Off a A treble treble A lot of injuries Coming back Will be fresh again That's the thing Celtic had a lot of injuries At the end of the season So I think they're still In a strong position And they've got the kitty To back up It's if the If the board Will back Neil Lennon With the transfer funds That's my big concern uh-huh. He has to be back The same as a Brendan Rodgers would have been back if he was still there.
1: Neil Lennon said today in an interview that he says the Celtic squad needs game changers to get fans off their seats again. Stevie, I'm sure that's something you would buy into.
4: Yeah, I totally, totally agree with him. Totally, I, listen, I'm not saying Neil Lennon's a bad manager. Not mm. one minute. I reckon Neil Lennon has got the experience, obviously, for being with Celtic, he's left him and he's came back. He said it sell, He's got the experience. So I'm quite happy to turn around and say, listen, good luck, Neil or the best of you I'll give you your chance But There's always something In the back of my mind That personally I don't think It's I don't think It's I don't think it was the ideal Maybe I'm wrong Maybe I'm A Celtic man saying Well Celtic should have went For a big name manager And I agree with you A big name manager It might not have worked out for him So we can just wait And see what's going to happen But something You're right Something has to happen With the Celtic team For the Celtic fans To get up their seats And roar them on to get
2: them over that finishing
1: line. Is an appointment that's really divided the opinion of Celtic fans.
2: Mm, it's a strange one. Yeah. I, again, I've been saying for weeks that had it been someone who hadn't been at the club, who had just come in and term, and you know was taking over the reins, I get it. You know, people may have said, "Oh, he's, he's definitely not man." But for someone who's been there as a player and was successful as a player, a coach, and then a manager, it was a weird. It's still a weird yeah. one for me how why it doesn't sit right. I think because of the success and the glamour that Brendan Rodgers brought. To say
1: whoever had followed Brendan Rodgers as the permanent manager might have had this response unless they went and spent that that big money again on was Benitez Allison, or something Benitez like that.
2: A, I mean Jose Marino was getting yeah. was getting touted at one point. Now that that was pie in the, the sky stuff, yeah. you know for Jose Marino, but I think there's a feeling among some certain uh, Celtic fans that they wanted to go to Celtic Park like they did with Brendan Rogers 15,000 to welcome a, a superstar yeah. manager in again and it didn't sit right that was a guy who's already been there an interim and it was you know I might have not excited a lot of people but football's not really and management sometimes isn't about exciting it's about the guy who can get the job done and Neil showed at the tail end of last season he got the job done and that's why he was appointed
1: Absolutely and they're linked with quite a few names Of course Neil Lennon said He's been working behind the scenes One name that just won't go away Is Motherwell's David Turnbull
2: Yeah oh, Listen well it's going to take I think um, 3 million 3 million quid And listen who can who can blame Motherwell for that yeah. I mean they're they're in a strong position They've signed the boy up Very good player A, a goal scoring midfielder Is worth a lot of money In this day and age So teams like Motherwell Shouldn't undersell themselves With players like that If a guy's scoring I think it was 16 goals And 31 yep. appearances Or something like that That's phenomenal For a young man Only going to get better So Motherwell of every right But It'll be interesting To see how far Celtic Will go with this one Because if we remember A year ago And John McGinn And Brendan Rogers mm. And Celtic Failed to push the ball out Lost out on him And he's now playing in the Premier League And it caused all sorts of problems yep. That one So i will be interesting to see how far Celtic take this one.
1: It's David Turnbull the type of player that Neil Lennon's saying they need a, a player that's going to get fans off their seats. He's an entertaining player.
2: But he scores goals and you know a lot of penalty kicks he's scored but a lot of you know great strikes from mm-hmm. outside the box. I mean if that doesn't get fans off their seats then I, I don't know what will but if you're at Celtic fans want to see goal scoring midfielders guys who can add 10, 15 you know even 20 go back to Chris Commons 30 odd goals a season He was You know And signed for 600 grand or whatever You know The fans loved him Because he could create And he could score So David Turnbull Young Albeit only played one season But who knows He might just be that man
1: Absolutely, you mentioned um, transfer stories at the top of the the show and how many names have been linked. Jim McLaughlin on Twitter saying, I think Mark is exaggerating the dodgy transfer stories in Scottish football, but is there any truth in the rumour of Mbappé heading to Firhill?
2: Listen, that'll be in a paper somewhere tomorrow, I'll tell you, Alison. This is is my favourite time for just just reading reports, you know, everybody linked to every club. So I think fans go through a lot of punishment and a a lot of euphoria when they see a name linked to their team but quite often doesn't pay off does it
1: this is Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard we're back after the travel with Amber
2: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors a team that gets results every week talk to thompsons.com
1: Mark Wilson here with me Alison Conroy through until 7 o'clock tonight on Clyde 1 at Super Scoreboard busy on the phones tonight we've got Thomas in Govan hello Thomas
3: hi Alison how are you doing
1: good thank you what's your point
3: Hello Mark, how are you doing
2: mate? Good Thomas
3: Uh, Just in reply to your previous Celtic fan Stephen Uh, What a negative guy he is Uh, His team just won a treble treble And he's so negative He's a Rangers fan I'm so glad Neil Lennon has been appointed the manager Because see if there's fans like Stephen They have no chance Absolute negativity And we are positive
2: well listen there's, there's certainly an air of that You know There is fans who Are still unimpressed By the appointment There's no doubt yep. about that um, But I think the majority Are now Getting behind Neil Lennon I think it was split right down the middle A couple of weeks ago Even Cup final day Until The news broke here On air It was still split down the middle But I think the majority Are getting behind Neil Lennon now Um and it's, I think the fans are now turning their attention to the board And what funds will be made available for Neil Lennon But uh, Thomas Hugh says that Rangers are, are fairly uh, Fans, every Rangers fans I, I speak to Are fairly positive yeah. and optimistic about Mark, the outlook actually, of the, I
3: the want to season talk about, I want to talk about my team mm-hmm. uh, That was that was just a reference to the previous caller, obviously, Stephen But I want to talk about my team, Rangers, looking forward um, How do you see us doing?
2: Well, I, I just said in the previous call there to Stevie I think Rangers will be improved um, I, I think they were much improved last season I, I still think it was a disappointment not winning anything But I think Stephen Gerrard's definitely in a better position now he, He's he's come out and said that He knows what's needed And at certain grounds What way he needs to play You know, can he just go out and yeah. play the same way every week And expect to win So he, he knows what to expect and it's again for Steven Gerrard The transfer window is huge and how much funds is going to be available If Rangers are serious about Stop Celtic doing 9-0 Then they need to be serious with, with whatever Money they give Steven Gerrard And what, yeah. what players he brings in Because there's no doubt Rangers do need strengthened There's positions, I mean I, I thought the Centre of Defence still needs strengthened I, I still think left back is a huge Question mark for them um, midfield I think they're they're looking pretty strong in that area. They keep saying well,
3: the history seen the history of Rangers, Rangers are always strong. Uh, central defence. Mm-hmm. Um yep. in the last few while just the last few seasons obviously um uh, we're struggling a wee bit central defence, but I mean we've always been strong central defence. You build your team, your core, core of your team, is your keeper, your central defender, yeah you get somebody to score goals. Yep. That's you. Yep. And a provider to score the goals a centre forward.
2: Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I I listen, I I couldn't agree more with you, Thomas. Because I think a lot of fans just automatically look for the striker, look for the playmakers, and and that's who they want. And it doesn't matter how much money they cost. You know, say if it's six, seven million, they're just wanting that star name. But the fact of the matter is, you need to build your team from the back. So you need a good goalkeeper, which Rangers have have got an outstanding goalkeeper, and they need a centre. Half pairing that can be relied upon week after week They've got goal scorers at the top end No problem with that But the centre half pairing I think is crucial And I think it was crucial And it showed up in certain games this season Warrell in and out Katic in and out And even when they came in They didn't really get into much rhythm Goldson was the only one who, who was probably the pick of the bunch Who would probably a certain starter But he needs someone who's going to play beside him for a 25 to 30 games to have success, in my opinion.
1: Thank you to Thomas for his call. A quick look on Twitter, Mark Luigi Rossi says, I never wanted Neil Lennon as Celtic manager, not because I don't think he's good enough, he's an outstanding manager, but I don't want his achievements to be overshadowed and remembered as the man who couldn't do 9 and 10 if he loses. There is more pressure on Neil Lennon this time round, it's fair yeah. to say, oh. when they're looking, to first of all, Make it nine in a row
2: Yeah, listen Alison You touched on it earlier Anybody who came in After Brendan Rodgers And especially In this yeah. year Where Celtic are going For nine in a row Is under Intense pressure Probably the most pressure Any Celtic manager Has been under In pff, I, I, Listen I don't know how long You yeah. know since since Celtic Stopped ten in a row Obviously And that's a long time So I mean whoever came in Was going to be handed with that pressure right away. Now that's why I thought it was a safer bet. We had chats in this show about someone who knew the club and who knows you know the players, who understands whatever. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of the guys on the show on the panel disagreed with that. I just think if you hand handed that pressure to a manager right away who didn't know anything about it then it could have been a problem. I think Neil thrives in pressure. I yeah. played with him. I, I know how he handled that on the playing side. I played under him. I know how he handled it as a coach. And I think he thrives under pressure, so I think he he was a he was a top appointment. But there's no doubt, if a few things go wrong early on the season, then that pressure just mm. intensifies. It's a
1: vital transfer window for Neil Lennon. This as well as it yeah. is for every club. I'm not just yeah. saying it about Celtic, but as mm. he's looking to carry on what's gone yeah. on for the last eight seasons.
2: Yeah, well, a, a vital transfer window, but never has a, a start to a season been so important. Mm. You know, um, because if you get a few sticky results at the start of the season, then uh, again, like I said, the pressure just ramps up and people say it was a wrong appointment. People say this isn't going to be done and and it becomes harder for the team. Um, So important that Celtic go off to a good start, but they need to get players in as soon as possible. Said last week in the show, I think it's crucial that they get them in as soon as possible because they've got these qualifiers coming up mid-July as well. And I think it's important that Neil starts working with players as soon as possible. And it's the exact same Rangers and Steven and Gerrard as well, but sometimes these things can take a wee bit longer. If you want a specific target, it sometimes takes a wee bit longer to get across the line.
1: Ronnie and Cumbernauld's giving us a call tonight as well. And Ronnie, you absolutely agree with St- disagree? Sorry, with Stevie's point.
5: Oh yeah, definitely. Good evening, Alison. Good evening. Right, Mark, can Hi, Ronnie. Right? Hi, good Ronnie. Good, good, good. Right, the situation that that guy Stevie was on the phone. Right, I mean, mm. he did rectify himself by saying, "I might be wrong." you you're damn right, he's wrong. Sorry, I'm going to say I'm Neil Lennon's a man for the job. And even, even the Rangers supporter agrees that Neil Lennon's a man for the job. But I've spoke to a few Rangers supporters who are quite pleased with the outcome of it being Neil Lennon. Quite simply because they think he's going to crumble under the pressure. They think that Rangers are going to be the better side next season. But me personally, I don't. I think that, that Law and Edwidge are, are going to open up that money and say... There you go, mate. You take that. You get what you need. Because we need to get this nine and ten in a row. Plus, we want to try and win the treble again, again, obviously. But, hey, see if we get the two leagues. I'm no two first. Two leagues and a good run in Europe, Mark, Alison.
1: What do you think? Mark, they've got the money that they got. They've got money. They've got the money Mm. that they got from Brendan Rodgers. Musa Dembele as well. The Liverpool and Arsenal look that they're stepping up the interest there. They'll get a a cut of that as well.
2: Listen, obviously, Celtic have been cash rich for a number of years Mm. and they they perhaps haven't thrown, you know, millions at it when fans wanted to. If they were going to do it, now's the time to do it. However, you need to be careful. You know, spending... Nine million pound on Edward was never a guarantee mm-hmm. I know he was there and won but it was never going to be a guarantee that he'd be a, an absolute oh, no, hit. You're right, you're so right, so player. yeah so if you if you throw nine million pound at say a, a, an attacking midfielder if you like there's no guarantee that that guy's going to be as good as I mentioned him earlier Chris Commons six hundred yep. grand yep. so yeah, that's why I keep coming back to the head of recruitment is so important a manager a manager will Neil win will have his targets, who he's got in mind but he also has to manage a full squad that's why head of recruitment is so important to bring these guys to the manager and say what do you think of this one, this one and this one take your pick and we'll go and sort it out so that's an important role that Celtic have to fill Um, and like I say I think they have to do it sooner rather than later because time is ticking right now time is ticking, players are out of contract as we speak and other clubs will be contacting them so uh, the longer you leave it then you might just miss miss yeah. one of these targets out so what do you think of David
5: Turnbull, Motherwell coming uh, to Celtic Park what do you,
2: uh, do you well, think well he said one season and one outstanding season at that Um yeah. for a, a young midfielder like him to score that many goals from midfield I think is remarkable Um do you to have their eyes play you think he
5: would play him at long with Scott Brown or do you think uh, Play
2: Scott Brown eventually. No, listen, I think Scott Brown will start the season, um, as he has done for the previous nine that, seasons or exactly, ten seasons. Exactly. So, uh, listen, if David Turnbull comes in, again, Celtic are strong in that in that area. So he would have work to do to get into the side. But there's no doubt he would improve playing with better players. But you just wonder if he brought in even for, if it was £3 million, would it be like a Lewis Morgan or a, or a Ryan Christie perhaps have to go back and loan before he, he, he eventually made an impact? Mm. You just don't know. Um, and of course, Celtic got Arzani and people to come back. You don't know how these players will make an impact until they're thrust into meaningful games. And that starts in the first day of the season. You know, there's going to be no respite for these players. starts in the European games and then the first game of the season for Rangers and Celtic Hugely important yep. Because I, I've got a feeling Like the other guys who phoned up That this is going to be One of those neck necks If you lose one You know It's uh-huh. the end of the world It'll be great for us I listen <laughs> Great for this show But yep. for for the fans It'll be Helter Skelter All season
1: Thank you to Ronnie for his call back on Twitter. George Brown says anyone thinking all the pressure is on Neil Lennon is deluded. Rangers won nothing this year. If they fall behind in the league and fail to stop nine in a row, it's Steven Gerrard who will crumble and be sacked. We're not saying all the pressure is on Celtic. We're saying, of course, there's pressure on mm. Neil Lennon when he looks to achieve that. There's absolutely pressure on Steven oh, Gerrard listen, as well. It's huge pressure for
2: for either manager. Yeah, we're just saying that with Neil Lennon because it's the nine in a row year and you know coming after Brendan Rodgers. Of course, it's huge pressure, but totally right. Steven Gerrard, for for all the improvements he made the Rangers, and you know he's got a, a real following with the fans. They mm. they've really taken to him. But totally right, Rangers didn't win anything, and they have to win something for them to be considered a success. They can't uh. go a second year gear without. Not it, his actually, his first season charge was, about, prog- was yeah. about
1: progress. Yeah, of course. And, well.
2: and the European thing, I think, you know, got a lot of fans mm. Onside side right away. You know, through those months You know, September, October, November Brilliant Because it's a great start for Steven Gerrard And the progress he made at that But not reaching a cup final For a second successive year I think that would be a problem For some Rangers fans I I think his name, Steven Gerrard And what he brings to the club As in worldwide appeal Mm -hmm. You know, Rangers fans love that And rightly so But there needs to be a sign of success For you to be classed as a quality manager and that's why I'm saying next season, from the start, it's so important for Rangers also to get off to a strong start.
1: Yeah, they, they had a strong end to the season. They won yeah. nothing, yeah. as we say. They had a, a strong end to the season, but it's about following on from that and as you say, building on that to get to cup finals.
2: Yeah, yeah. Listen, well, the, the the problem for Rangers and Steven Gerrard was for this season the consistency, and and a lot of fans would agree with that. I, I think they they would string a few good results together you know, but then they couldn't really back it up and go on a run, mm-hmm. you know, an extended run and at the end of the season they did I think it was, did they win 6th in a row yeah. at the end of the season and they were going for that 7th one and and just couldn't quite get it but that's the consistency that they need to build and they need to do it straight from the off
1: Let's go back onto the phones and we've got Gav in Drumchapel Hello Gav Good evening, how's
2: you doing?
0: Thanks yep, for paying thank my call No worries,
1: what's your point tonight?
0: Uh, it's about your previous caller uh, stating that some Rangers fans I'm a a Rangers fan Mm -hmm. myself but it's stating that some Rangers fans were happy against the appointment with Neil Lennon getting the position of manager for Celtic Uh I for one I'm I'm definitely happy know the fact that I know Neil Lennon uh, is one of the legends and he's had a, a, a good career with Celtic but it's purely down to the the resources, because I don't think he's got as much resources as what Brendan Rodgers has. Even Stephen Gerrard, I think he's got more resources than than uh, Neil Lennon. I know they can they've got the money and they can throw as much money as they want, but if they've not got the decent uh, people looking in the background to find out if there's any any good players out there, I I, I don't think that he's he's going to get exactly what he wants.
1: You've already mentioned that tonight, Mark, about the head of recruitment when yeah. old Lee Congerton's away.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's an important role, and it was a role that was never at football clubs probably 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But it's a role that's playing such an important part because the manager day in day out has to deal with with the players and and uh, training regimes and and things like that. So. For Celtic I mean Gav What do you mean Do you mean that, that In terms of Brendan Rodgers And Steven Gerrard They were big names Who could Attract players In terms of
0: well, where, they've, where, where they've been And what they've done I think that's two big things Especially Brendan Rodgers He'd been a A, a manager at A couple of Really really good clubs And mm. Steven Gerrard's Kind of Been there and done that in the kind of football side Not so much the manager side But
2: Definitely, with the clubs he's 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 been involved in. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen. In terms of that, I I do believe there will be players who will want to go and play for Stephen Gerrard just because it's Stephen Gerrard. You know the the career he had. The look at his first year, made progress and with the team. I would I would fancy going and playing for him. But the other side is as well. Neil Lennon may not have been the worldwide name that Stephen Gerrard was when he was a footballer, but you know he was still an outstanding player. But in terms of coaching. In terms of you know trophies won, in terms of European games and things, Neil Lennon's you know stock as a coach will be high enough. And Celtic have never had a problem attracting players in the past. And again, it's not about like I say, Alison, attracting mm-hmm. big names. It's the best players, the Van Dykes, the the guys like that who were unknown and bringing them in, developing them, and then making them into world class players.
1: Thank you to Gav for his call. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're back after the travel with Amber.
2: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. A team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompsons.com.
1: Mark Wilson here with me. Alison Conroy on Clyde One Super Scoreboard until seven o'clock tonight. A busy night on the phones, but I want to touch on the Scotland women's team. First of all, Scotland defender Jen Beattie believes form goes out the window when the World Cup kicks off this weekend. They take on England in their opening match. Phil Neville's side lost their final warm-up match while Scotland headed to France on the back of a victory. I don't think we could
6: probably look too much into that. It, on paper, it's the most recent game, but England, like ourselves, have had different results and varied results over the past sort of. Six to eight months, and you have to look at the bigger picture and not just one game. and And I'm sure they're doing the same, looking at us. there would be pressure no matter what. I think that was the sort of the emphasis I put on. It doesn't really matter what opponent. Um, everyone knows it's our first tournament here, and the pressure is we can, we can all feel it now that we're here. And but it's a environment I think that we're all you know proud to be a part of, and and hopefully
1: we'll thrive within it. They'll absolutely be feeling the pressure, but what a start mm. to their first ever World Cup oh, it's brilliant. going to
2: be. Listen, what, what a place to play in as well. Nice, mm. <laughs> the, the sun will be shining, but what an opening fixture. Yep. You know, England up there with the tournament favourites, you know, got a team full of stars, you know. So it's going to be a difficult game, but um, I'll certainly be tuning in to watch it mm. because it'll be interesting to see how it will be in lives. France
1: while it's You'll on, be in France,
2: yeah. well, yeah listen if you were any sort of supporter you would get Just the get train down from <laughs> Paris straight to Nice there Just we go and in take Paris. in the game but I, I mean what an achievement getting there for for us we're in my lifetime not too used to celebrating getting to a no. major finals in the summer so well done to the ladies and wish them all the best and, on Sunday
1: for some people this is the first major finals they ever remember a Scotland team getting to that's
2: that's sad news that's sad news <laughs> that, that's I know, I know. news Have come on sing. Scotland
1: this weekend do us a favour um, let's go back onto the phones now we've got John and Drummond hello John
7: on. Hi, hello, how you doing?
1: Good, thank you.
7: Yep, um, my point is that um, I think uh, Stephen Gerrard's under more pressure than Neil Wynn next uh-huh. season. And the reason being, um, Stephen Gerrard's been there a full season, spent about 14 million. Me, and Neil's you no know, spent a penny, been there three months and won two trophies. Two trophies that I don't think Brendan Rodgers, if it's tried, might know have won.
2: Oh, that's a big statement that John. Yeah. I think. I mean, when Brendan Rodgers left, Celtic were in a, a strong position. No doubt Neil had to come in and and get them over the line with some difficult games. But like, I, I take your point about Stephen Gerrard pressure. Now, I've I've been listening to the show with with Hugh, and Hugh's made a, a point uh, about wh- whoever loses the the league could lose their job. Yeah. Now. I I believe that's that's mm. totally true because there's pressure
1: him, on both sides for I different reasons. That, because yeah. Neil's going, Neil Lennon's well, going uh, for nine. Stephen Gerrard's going yeah. to try and stop that in his second yeah. season. But so,
2: Neil Lennon's on a twelve month rolling yeah, contract. Yeah. Neil Lennon is there to get the job done for nine, and he will be there if he gets a job done for nine. He'll be there for ten, and so on and so on. However, mm. I I I genuinely think that if Neil doesn't get the job done, then there'll be someone else in place next year. Across the city, right. uh, Ibrox, I believe the same as well for, So for Steven Gerrard, Gerrard do you think
1: win, if he doesn't win the league, his job's at risk Or if he doesn't get to cup finals or win a trophy? I
2: think he needs to win a trophy I, I, I don't even think getting to cup finals would be yep. enough I think he needs to win some sort of silverware from um, to, to keep his job I mean, for the money, you know, John's, John's mentioned it The money Steven Gerrard has spent, you know, sometimes... <clears throat> Gets overlooked But he did spend A lot of money In bringing And reforming this squad yep. and, and it's a it was a difficult job But a lot of money Was spent Same this summer There's going to be Money spent Now if he fails again And no silverware Well you need to Draw the line somewhere You can't go in A third season Hand another huge transfer And titty,
1: achieve nothing back And achieve nothing back yeah. So
2: Rangers board Need to see some sort of success And I think If it doesn't come this year Then he will lose his job John do you want to come back yeah,
1: in?
7: Aye I do um, Stephen Gerrard As I said, Spent about £14 million pound And All the Orangers were this season Was three points better off Than they were the last season And I think That the pressure Neil was under Was gone for the treble He's done the treble And uh, I think it, The pressure's relaxed on him We've done nine before Aye alright We're gone for ten But we've done nine before And I think This, this season Will be a breeze oh, I really oh, do think It'll cool. be a breeze Because I think Neil will freshen the team up the team, great team, absolutely brilliant the last three years But I could see Brendan, I could see fear in Brendan's face before he, before he left I really could mm. And I think he knew that it was Walton and Neil come in and done a great job And I think the pressure's off, I really do
2: Well John, I'm not sure it'll be a breeze this season, that's for mm. sure Just just seeing how the, the most recent Rangers-Celtic games went um And as I say, both teams will improve But I think the gap has certainly closed between them So whoever wins the league I don't think it'll be a breeze either way for any of them um,
1: This summer's really vital to, to both sides
2: <laughs> Oh, listen, without a doubt I, I mean, again, it's it's who you pick now We've heard some names being linked already You know, Daniel Sturridge, yeah. one of them but on hundred and twenty grand a week at Liverpool And you think automatically Because Stephen Gerrard's at Rangers Oh could he tempt him you His links name can do
1: so much He can't find £120,000 yeah, a week
2: Exactly So you know There'll be names like that Alison All summer Whoever's released From any, any premiership club in England Whoever's released mm. Celtic and Rangers Will be linked with him One because Stephen Gerrard's name and, and who he's perhaps played with And, and for Celtic it's because of uh, or they could be involved in the Champions League, and you know they could be going for a historic nine in a row. So players may be attracted to that. So that's why it's so interesting. This month of June is going to be brilliant. But until something's done and, and signed and put in paper, you know I'm not believing anything. I, anything I read is is purely speculation.
1: I want to squeeze in another call before the end of the show. I've got Tam and Clyde Bank. Hello, Tam.
6: Hello, folks. How are we doing? Good, Evening, thank pal. you. Uh, well, I've been listening to the show tonight And obviously all the talk about mm. Lennon and Gerard, Etc, etc I feel uh, That Neil Lennon arriving at Selick I'm a Selig man, right? loads of mates And there's a lot of guys I know I'm all over this city In my work, etc, right There's a lot of guys I know That says they don't want Neil Lennon, right But the next question right after that is, is Who else is there? Really, realistically And all this nonsense about Rafa Benitez and all that and Jose Mourinho, right? Who else is there? Who is a manager that knows Celtic the way Neil Lennon knows Celtic and is prepared to come to Scottish football, right? And maybe accept, I don't know, 10, 15 grand a week. A fortune to me, by the way, right? But in the world of football, it's buttons, Mm. right? What What manager's prepared to come to Scotland and is good enough to take to, to manage Celtic Football Club for ten grand a week. Now, when Celtic goes shopping, right? When Celtic goes shopping, we cannot go to the English Premiership. We cannot go to the Championship in England either. We maybe we're in the same the third and fourth division in England, League One, League Two. They call it. I still call it the third and fourth divisions. Or we need to go to the Scandinavian countries: in Norway, Sweden, Denmark, etc. Even Belgium or Holland or whatever And try and find another uh, Van Dijk or somebody like that You know, an 18, 19-year-old prospect And try and tempt them over and hope that they're good Tam,
2: I think, the I, I, think I think there'll be a mix of that though I think there will be a mix of going out there uh, On the European market looking for young prospects, like you say But I also think that that business can be done With the Premiership teams not for, Not for your... Starters week in week out But for guys like Scott Sinclair You know Three years ago or, or whenever it was Two and a half years ago Who Who'd Quite Lost his way A wee bit But Is still good enough To come up to Scotland And make a A genuine difference So I think wow. There's still be business Done there In, in yeah. terms of that It's how It's how they That's why the, the head of recruitments And scouting Is so important To to identify the players Who are out in the managers Plans and English teams and are willing To come to Scotland
6: And see there's a lot of phone calls A lot of people talking about it. And we all know I know you're a Selic man Mark right now, a lot of talk about Celtic Are loaded and all that right But we also know Realistically come on We're Celtic supporters We know You know Celtic Football Club You know your mother and father On not way right And Celtic's been Coining it in for the last Five, six, seven years Millions upon millions I don't I think they've sold about 60 million quids worth of players They rented their stadium out for 15 million for the thing we gave The thing we Commonwealth game things They just rented it out there for the rugby final They're raking it in, right? They're raking it in
1: Thank you to Tam as our final caller tonight. Rapidly running out of time. quick bit of signing news. Blair Olsen signed a deal with Hamilton Ackies after his contract ended at St. Johnston, the second player in after Brian Easton already joined the club. Ziggy Gordon left the club in the summer but his move to Dinamo Bucharest is off. He's pulled out of the deal due to unrest at the club. And if you fancy seeing Champions League winners Liverpool, well they're playing Napoli in a pre-season friendly at Murrayfield in July. That's it for tonight. Dave Galloway is here tomorrow night with Gordon DL. Remember, you can keep up with everything that's happening on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Ryan Borthwick's up next.
0: Clyde won Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com.
7: We